All kinds of good stingers. What's up, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the All-Star Comics Podcast, powered by Horizon Comics. I am your host, Jonathan Cote, and joining me on the panel tonight are... Dusty. Roger May. And Juanita. <laughs> Princess. Princess. Juanita. Princess Juanita. Um, you're not wearing a pink jacket. Though. I am really not. disappointed. Damn, she looks you. fabulous, though. Um, oh, we're going to have some fun conversation later. Uh, producing, as always, is Matt Lubick. Say hi, Matt. Uh, you don't have your microphone, I just realized. Sorry. Um, he never does. Yeah. I took it out of the box now. I keep forgetting. Oh, man. <laughs> We're just on a roll tonight. Anyway, if this is your first time listening to the show, we are a somewhat spoilery podcast. And we're so very sorry. We're, yeah, we're going to ruin some books later. Uh, we typically review a Marvel book, a DC book, and an independent book. We'll review a graphic novel. We'll do some trivia. Uh, there's no real news, anything like that, but any you guys will catch on real quick, those of you that haven't listened before. So, without further ado, Johnny, pitch us the DC book this week. Yes, uh, this week we read uh, Harley Quinn 27 by uh, Frank Thierry, uh, the writer, and Eleora, Eleonora Carlini, which is the artist. Um, and it basically, it's Harley Quinn has been spending her time in Coney Island, and she has a place there. Uh, the government puts basically all of Coney Island under, uh, I think it's called Eminent Domain. Um, and it turns out the penguin's behind it, so they go and confront the penguin. That's it. <laughs> I am you, you really, I'm actually really impressed. Oh, thank you. Like, you didn't take forever and I know. stammer through, was, like, explaining the whole book. quite succinct. I'm, yes. I'm shaking and full of anxiety right now. Are you? A little bit. Because I'm putting you on the I spot. I have no idea. <laughs> I'm good, though. I'm good. Um, trip. Very good. Uh, so yeah, um, I don't know. This was like basically just a fill-in issue, and they they say as much in the issue. Yeah, so. <laughs> they say it at the last page. Um, there's, I don't know. I I kind of thought it was meh. I think Frank Thierry was trying to channel his best Jimmy Palmiotti and Amanda Connor, and it just kind of fell flat for me. I felt that way through the whole issue too, until the I got to the pages. very last. Yeah, the end of the story when Harley is reading her own comic and she calls up Amanda and Jimmy and they're out on the beach getting a massage getting like massages yeah. and stuff I that did it for me I was like that that took this book up at least another star yeah. because it was just that was that was cool that was pretty fun go ahead Johnny yeah it was um I actually write, liked it a lot it was it was a short simple story a fill in uh, story the art was great I think the artist has mainly done Doctor Who uh, books uh, Eleonora and I like how uh, when Harley Quinn is calling uh, Amanda and Jimmy uh, she pronounces it Ellie and Nora <laughs> instead of you know the correct spelling because she doesn't know how to obviously say it uh, I feel like Harley would because she's a doctor yeah but you know she's also has that uh, uh, New Yorker accent. Jersey. Yeah. Or whatever. I don't know <laughs> accents, dude. Pretty sure it's Jersey. Yeah, probably. Uh, I thought it was a lot of fun. Heather will let us know yeah. as soon as this yeah. episode goes up. It, it, it was a lot of fun, I, and I actually really liked it a lot. Um, some stuff, uh, as I... The pacing, it felt a little weird. Okay, so I'm glad you said that because there's some there's something weird that I was like, did a page get omitted exactly. in this? Because... I don't know if it was just the writer and how he wrote it out or if the artist just was... Did the layouts wrong? I don't know. But Harley goes to meet Penguin because Penguin's the one that's, like, going to use the, all the, like, Coney Island to, once again, build another iceberg casino. Mm -hmm. And she goes to meet him for dinner. 
and she basically says she's not going to go along with his little crime game, like, kicks him down or whatever, and then it goes over to him pitching, like, the plans to the hotel, but then you flip the page and it's back in the restaurant? Right. So it was a really odd couple pages, so I was flipping to see if, like, I missed something. But, but that's so the that kind of bugged me. So so it feels like you're missing something. But if you're looking at, um, you know, the pages transitions from, you know, they're at the restaurant and then he makes his pitch idea. And while he's, I guess, pitching it, he gets squirted by the ketchup and mustard. Yeah. So, like, is it – it yeah. feels like it's taking place. Yeah, in the, the same spot. Yeah, which so is – It's really bizarre. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if, you know, the writer and, and like if they just had to bang this issue out really quick or if that was an editorial thing where something got changed or omitted last minute, but it's, it, I don't know. Yeah. And that I was mean, really weird. Even, even when he's doing the pre- uh, presentation, says, um, he, you know, he's in, fr- he's in front of a lot of people and he says, I give you the new Coney Island. And then Harley Quinn, it transitions back to the restaurant. It says, and I give you, and you know, yeah. uh, the people who's live, it, it's weird. It, it, it feels like. They're both existing in two different places at the exact same time. Yeah. So, Dusty, what did you think? I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I so I I trade comic books with this uh, um, one of my friend's kids. He's yeah. probably like ten years old, and I I felt like he probably could have done a better job writing it with a storyline. And I don't know if it's just because uh, so a lot of. Uh, Okay, first of all, a little bit about me. Like, I, I just started reading comic books which just over a year ago, but a lot of what I read, if it if it's too simple or too basic, I, I don't read it. I mean, a story has to grab me right away, and then it's got to keep me. how did you get through Grizzly Shark? Oh, yes. <laughs> we'll get to that we'll get, for a minute. We'll get, we'll get to that for a minute. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, well, that's a good point that you bring it up, because Grizzly, Grizzly Shark, as you turn each page, like, the storyline just keeps going and follows, and I'm kind of with you on flipping back back and forth with that, but it was just kind of like with with DC, with as much good stuff as they have out yes. there, I mean, they, they have phenomenal writers. The, you know, the art for me was, was just okay. Um, you know, Roger brought up a good point when uh, Chris was here about facial expressions, which makes me look at that even more now in the art. And if I don't see the right facial expression on par with the picture or on par with the subjects of the story, I'm just like, man, this, this seems rushed. This just seems like... Oh look, we got a huge Harlequin fan base. So let's just give it to the masses. And I, I with uh, what they have out there now, I was I was really excited to read something from DC that I haven't even looked at before. Because I, I mean, I'm a huge fan of the Joker. I've read a few Joker books, and I was like, oh, this is going to be really good. And <laughs> it wasn't even. <coughs> like, that, it just, my- yeah, my problem with Harley Quinn is that she's she's treated for you know DC treats her like Marvel does Deadpool, and it's just this slapsticky she's schlock. She's supposed that, to be an know. intelligent doctor, yeah. which which bring yeah. and then now all of a sudden she's she's a thug. Like, come on, she's just gonna go around kicking people's asses. I mean, let's let's really get serious with this. Like, I I believe there should be, but she's not really an intelligent doctor because if you remember, like her origin story, uh, she slept with all her professors to pass uh, her classes so she's not actually supposed to be a real doctor um, at least from uh, according to Paul Dini Um, uh, but is is that origin still I'm pretty sure it is 
still canon. It's it's mad love. I don't know. Maybe. Um, you know, but uh, that, that's what she was always supposed to be. She was always supposed to be like, oh, I get what I want through my good looks and not because I'm smart. It's because I slept with all my teachers and that's why I passed. That's why I'm a doctor. And I'm in Arkham Asylum trying to do a story on the Joker because that will get me to be famous. That was her whole uh, origin story. Um, I think I have to disagree a little bit on the facial expressions because when she's talking to Bernie, the uh, the gopher, the squirrel, it's a beaver. It's a beaver. beaver? I don't know. Do they not it's, have those in Mexico? It's, they do it's not her beaver. <laughs> Is it a cyborg beaver? No, it's, it's just a beaver. It's taxidermied. Oh what? I'm pretty sure it's taxidermy. I think it's a figment of her imagination. That's like, it's like the, Although it came the skin from, is coming mm. off the skull. Oh okay. It's like a, it was a beaver, but it's dead and yeah. taxidermy. You know, she's talking about uh, uh, her properties becoming uh, you know eminent domain, and she's sad. And then when she has a bright idea, she gets like uh, a different facial expression to go with that bright idea. Uh, I really enjoy the art. Uh, I've read some of the Doctor Who books um, from uh, Eleonora, and she. I, I typically like her art. It it definitely feels different uh, from Amanda Connor, um, but I but I like it a lot. I like the story because it didn't matter as much. It was just like well, the only thing like I, with it Roger, was just a fun the, one shot. The the thing that salvaged it was the fact that at the very end where she basically calls out all the things that are kind of wrong with the book, right? <laughs> and and it's like, hey, where's Palmiotti and Connor? Get back over here! Like I, I'm not going to put up with this. So. For for what it is and and for what you're getting with with this like something that's not really within a storyline it's pro- more than likely buying time for whatever the next big storyline that Connor uh, and Palmiotti are cooking up for Harley Quinn that's probably because that's being the fact that everything's double shipped mm-hmm. we've been seeing a lot of that where for like one to two weeks we'll have an alternate writer artist team come in do a quick one shot or two issues. That way, it buys the, the the predominant team time to kind of get some things in the can. So I guarantee you that's yeah. probably they what they, they even talk about you know like oh we've been doing spinoff specials and now you're kicking our asses with this biweekly book. Uh, and it, it I really love the the last page. I think that's what really sold it to me. Um, you know, and and Harley Quinn saying like who am I? Your biggest money maker after that sulky bat hole. That's who I really like that. So. Uh, <laughs> Battle. I, I feel like that should be it's, a band it's name. So good. Um, <laughs> I, I do agree with you. I think the last couple of pages brought the book up for me, mm-hmm. but that, I mean, you could have just stuck the last couple of pages between the cover and then. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you have anything else you want to add, or do you just want to do some stars? Nah, I you know I just prefer the Harley Quinn and Suicide Squad. I like yeah. her as a supporting uh, character that adds comic relief to a book, but she's is, written a lot. But more has more of an edge in Suicide than Squad. the Roly Roller Derby, you know, Beaver loving. <laughs> that sounds it's, really weird. Yeah, no. Wow. Um, no, that's it. I you know. Two and a half stars. Johnny? Uh, I really like this. Uh, from what I can tell from this book, uh, it feels like she has a supporting cast and a, a people um, that she 
uh, frequently talks to and uh, relies on in her own book it feels like she's a fleshed out character wherein sometimes when i read suicide squad suicide squad she's just kind of relegated to the back or uh you know kind of not really brought out (laughs) yeah i've read like maybe only six issues that's why uh but this it just made me i don't like harley quinn at all but it made me really like her character so four and a half wow i know it's ridiculously high and especially because especially because it has those pacing issues that i do not like yeah but i really enjoyed it so i did like um i i like the penguin art um i thought they did a really good job on the penguin i think um so the art the art was kind of so-so for me but uh as whole i think i'd give it one and a half stars I'm at with Roger two and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, the last couple of pages brought it up, but the weird, like I said, the weird thing in the middle is what drove right. it down even further. Yeah. That was like, super bizarre. Yeah. If it was, if that little sequence wasn't so odd, mm-hmm. it might have been three. Right. Like, no problem. Um, but yeah, I just was like, what is happening here? Yeah. So also, the last page feels a little off too, but it it's funnier and it yeah, actually breaks it, the it, wall. It's it's better. So, uh, Dusty, tell us about our independent book. Oh, okay, we have The Walking Dead. Uh, first of all, I haven't read anything of The Walking Dead at all. This oh, my God. Just, well, okay, I just haven't. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not going to criticize you. I was just going to say this was, must have been a difficult read. Yeah. To come Actually, in on. Um, you're not missing much. <laughs> yeah, I know. So I'm kind of all zombied out. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's just that's why I didn't touch it. So there's many different writers and artists. If you want to know, get the book. Um <laughs> <laughs> Robert Kirkman, Charlie Adler, <laughs> issue one seventy one. That's hilarious. So, but okay, let me let me first say that I I love the story. Like I knew nothing. I, I mean, you, you kind of can't not know what's going on with The Walking Dead because it's kind of self explanatory. But um, as a whole, this was this was probably my like as I got the books to review. I looked at The Walking Dead like probably my least favorite to read, and it turned out to be my favorite. The art in it is absolutely amazing. The, you know, just so little happened in this story, but so much happened, I guess. That's I mean, Robert Kirkman's MO. Yeah, just, yeah. I mean, just, you know, the whole book is them meeting Juanita. I mean, that's that's pretty much the whole book, and but it, they did it so well, and even at the end, it still ended on a cliffhanger when they were like, hey, everybody, I brought horses, and everybody's just kind of like, what? Unless you got the special variant that had seven extra pages, but we'll talk right. about that in a minute. Oh, yeah. What are you talking about? What are we'll you talk talking about in a about minute. That? That's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> There's a special variant with Rick wearing the pink thing, and they had included seven pages from issue 172, on the back of this. This so is true. The rest of us have to wait until next month to see what's no, going on. No, that's not that's that. not even cool. Oh, that's no, a bummer. No, image yeah. didn't tell anybody about that. That's just no, sh- re- that's retailers just, didn't know until yesterday. That's just crappy. So. And it was confirmed because we thought it was like maybe something else. And I was like, no, Robert Kirkman or Skybound. Somebody tweeted something about that, and I went and found it, showed it to Roger, yeah. and then Robert Kirkman confirmed that that was like a special thing. That's just crappy. Yeah, it is. So anyway, uh, yeah, well, the retailer uh, message boards were blowing up yesterday about it because like I don't want to talk to my customers about this. Are you serious? Yeah. So, like, Highbound will learn a lesson very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, don't, I didn't care if put. I sold ours for fifty bucks. Oh, <laughs> well wow. then. So, but Good thing I, I wasn't here yesterday. But they're going for. Would like you have bought that? Seventy-five bucks. 
please tell me you I have issues know. sometimes. Yeah, yeah, a lot of issues. Variant issues. Sometimes I see things and I'm like, Roger, <laughs> I start to shake and scratch, and I'm like, can you All hold right. that for me? Um, <laughs> oh, so I'll, I'm, I've been reading Walking Dead for a while, and um, typically. Typically, I can rely on Walking Dead to, to be consistent across the board. This issue was, like, the first one in a while that I was really kind of like, what is going on? And there were things I liked, things I didn't like. First of all, the big, the most of the issue is a big homage to George A. Romero. Mm-hmm. Okay. Robert Kirkman talks about that in the back. <clears throat> and once you read that letter and then you go back oh, to the Oh, I'm issue. sorry. The issue I read didn't have a letters column. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you read the extra pages? You jerk! <laughs> wow Anyway For those of us not as pri- privileged as Roger um, I'm pretty sure they're online uh, Yeah they probably are um, uh, There's there's a big like Tribute I guess from Robert Kirkman In the back uh, Talking about George A. Romero And, and blah 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 and, and this issue is kind of structured and paced after uh, Dawn of the Dead mm-hmm. No Night of the Living Dead Excuse me Right so, um, it's which in, was like Pittsburgh or something. Yeah, right? which was really cool. Enjoyed that. Could not stand Princess Juanita. Whatever. I knew you wouldn't. Could not stand her. Now, do they do all of them in black and white? Yes. yes. Okay. That's the vibe of the book. Yeah. Um. So I have read up to one hundred and new character, by the way, that right. comes in in this issue. Yes. So, like you, dumb collectors, get this one. Sorry, I didn't mean to call you dumb. Um. So yes. Yeah, so I read up to issue one hundred and fifty, and my Are biggest you? complaints with Walking Dead. Uh, are like it's the same thing. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. They they find a place. They find someone that takes away that My place. My name's Johnny. I like <laughs> to piss and moan about non-essentials. No, no that's you that, cannot say ahead, that. You ahead, cannot ahead, say that, Jonathan. You I piss can. and moan no, about everything. But that's true. That's why I never read it. Right. It's because it, at some point all the zombie stuff is exactly the same. Mm-hmm. At some point all the superhero and, stuff is exactly the same. Every no, story's been told. I disagree. It's just a new. It's just a new spin. I would totally disagree with so that. Yeah. But the I, thing you is, disagree all you want. The thing is, the new spin, it's in a prison this time, or it's in a uh, walled city this time. It's it, whatever. Sure. Anyway, so um, I, I dropped out a little bit before the Whisperer War, which about which was about what, like 30 issues? 20 issues? Um, Like, are you talking about a go? Yeah. Uh, probably. I think it was in the 160s. Yeah. So it, when I, the, it was after 150, so and it right. was only six issues. Oh, okay. So like when I read the little uh, previously on The Walking Dead, I was like, they're barely talking about the aftermath of the Whisperer War. What have they been doing for 20 issues? If you haven't figured out that Walking Dead is a slow burn and is paced to be like that on purpose. They're basically burning it with a magnifying glass. That's what, <laughs> that's what they do. It's called milking it's, it for money. <laughs> anyway, this was my favorite issue this week. Oh, dear God. Because I love Juanita, and I knew you wouldn't. <laughs> Juanita, I couldn't stand it. I love I can't her. wait. I'm counting down the days till that character eats it, or gets eaten, <laughs> I should say. So the thing is... I am, like, Michonne was exactly my reaction to her in the entire book. <laughs> like, uh, just, with a rifle to the back of her Yeah, head? I was just like, just just shoot her. Pull the trigger, Michonne. Just do it. <laughs> no, please. It's because please, Michonne. Every time they intro... Well, for the most part when there's a new character everybody's just like depressed and dour and then you finally get this change in Juanita where she's just like a little crazy and a little fun uh, I beg to differ what? Negan was not depressed and dour Negan was just a crazy psychopath but y- y- you get it. it they're all bloodthirsty and and crazy but she's crazy but she seems to be having fun and it felt really 
different. It felt like a different making the best out of nothing, especially when she was like, "Hey, I got a place we can go swim." Like, so after one hundred, took me out of the story entirely. I I am not cut up. Yeah, I I am not caught up, but I have read one hundred and fifty issues. I have not felt this happy about a Walking Dead comic in like. I don't know, since like issue 70 or whatever. I really liked it. Oh, I knew you would. Yeah, I knew you wouldn't. <laughs> it just, yeah. It's the first like time in a long time that I just, I was like, what's going on in this world? <laughs> this is not how things are supposed to be. That's why I liked it, because it's not supposed to be like this. No. I, th- I thought it seemed out of place. Yeah, completely. Um, it's like, I don't, you know, well, hello, a Roger. city with no zombies. Hey, nice I'm sorry, you. I was doing trivia. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> You didn't need all 45 minutes to get <laughs> no, there. No, no. Um, yeah, I, you know, her character's fine. The fact that she talks a lot is fine, mm-hmm. but it's a lot of reading. I think it's kind of neat, but I, I don't know. I, I'm not, I'm the, not sure I can see her surviving a zombie apocalypse. Yeah, but she survived that long in a city by herself. Probably because she was by herself. Well, and there wasn't any for real. about a year because she used to have people there. We don't know. She probably killed them all. Backstory. Oh man, this oh, got see? Da- yeah. Now I'm bummed. Thanks. No, yeah. um, no, but like, yeah, she seems kind of smart. I mean, she saw like the zombies, so it looks like there were zombies in the city. So she must have been doing something right to survive a year by herself or a year with a group of people. I don't know. I just like that it was different. I like that it was annoying Michonne because she's. A, always just like oh we have to do this we have to do that oh, it's so I, annoying I, I see it as Kirkman's attempt to add some degree of levity to an otherwise miserable book which he already in, has out. done with Negan though a lot the, of Negan's lines are like I yeah. mean as bad as they are yeah. they're freaking hilarious yeah. yes but also Negan's Negan yeah he's uh, I hope she's not another Negan she's not gonna be another nah, Negan nah she's not another Negan I can t- guarantee you that okay Hopefully but not. But, like, yeah, the minute, like, I got, like, two bubbles into her, like, dialogue, I was already running the, like, the zombie meter on when she was going to die. I was just like, <laughs> just do it. So, Please so make it this I, issue. I liked um, the, the way that she was talking. I was reading it really quickly, like, if she was talking yeah. like that. And uh, I don't know. I really enjoyed it. Most, um, when Charlie Adler uh, first came on, I did not like his art because uh, his surprised faces were all the, always the same, just the... You know, just the big open mouth, and but no, it, it's completely different. Uh, you know, night and day from like issue seven. You to would like be the guy that knows the big open mouth. Yes, yes, I am. <laughs> I will stop my sentence right there. I would be too. I mean, I don't know anybody that wouldn't. Why not? <laughs> but no, it, it, you can totally tell that his art's completely different. It's more refined. It's it's I love better. The art it's in this better book. looking. The full like the full four or five splash pages or double page threads they're filled with detail i you have to remember charlie adler he's what 10 years deep on this book now oh jeez over 10 years he knows these characters yeah so that's one thing also so he's he's really refined you know his style to to suit this universe and things like that the other thing is when they did all out war they double shipped that story arc yeah so, like, he's gotten to a point where he's just... I mean, Robert Kirkman did say they almost killed him when they did that story arc. But, I mean, he's gotten to... I don't know. He's gotten to this level where he's just on it. And you can kind of tell. Like, he's not phoning it in. He knows how to 
how to frame. I love his double uh, the double splash pages. Whenever he does something, it's always like a big, kind of somewhat cinematic. Oh yeah. Um, look, is is it Michelle? Yeah, the one with the city well, that, in the background. That's great yeah. too. Uh, this one's good too. But that, this this the Michelle, the Michelle thing below. double splash page is freaking amazing. Yeah, I stayed uh, at this uh, double page spread for about like a minute to two minutes just looking at her dreads and her lips and like just the detail the amount of detail that uh oh my not God. helping your case Josh. for all those who don't can't wow. see this her wow. mouth is it's wide, like, open. wide open it's like <laughs> it's like you guys are the 12 year olds and i'm the 50 year old over here wow yes. <laughs> jeez jonathan act your age you're 50 anyway no, I'm not, but <laughs> anyway you can keep making that joke <laughs> oh you guys are so dumb <laughs> no but i i really love the art it it has changed dramatically and I i've really always liked this. charlie adler i mean it it's tough because he's so different from terry or not terry moore oh my god it's the other moore right um that was is it not Tony, Tony Moore. Tony Moore. Tony. Thank you. Yeah, Tony Moore in and Charlie Adler could not be more different stylistically, right. but Charlie's really grown into this book, um, and and yeah, I dig it. Yeah, definitely. Like Tony Moore has a more uh, you know a clean look, whereas this is a little bit uh, dirtier and more gritty looking, but it fits the book better. Like at first, when maybe I was two or three uh, trades, uh, you know, deep. Uh, I didn't like Adler because I was like, oh, I kind of like the cleaner line. But that's just me. But after reading this issue, after seeing the way that he has changed over the past, uh, I don't know, uh, year and a half or two years, it's just amazing to look at. Anything else? Nope. Well, just get the stars going. Johnny? Yep. Five stars. I know, right? Wow. I really, really enjoyed it, which is crazy because normally I give Walking Dead like one or two stars. Um, three stars for me. I thought it was. I thought it was decent. Okay. I would have to go with um, I three and a half, just because I don't like zombie stories because it's just old. But the art was really good, and I wanted to keep turning the pages, so I would give it three and a half. Uh, two and a half. Can't wait for that character to get killed off. <laughs> so <laughs> cannot wait. <laughs> Um, but it's probably going to be there for like two years before anything happens. She's quite full of herself. Yeah, which Fingers is fun. Crossed. I think she'll. I think she will play off of the others fantastically. I Imagine mean, what kind of character she can actually grow into and what she can pull out of the other characters. Because do they have anything else like that in these no. books? And that's a, and that's to Kirkman's credit. I mean, he he's created some truly memorable characters, and she's different. Yeah, I also she's I, different than I anything like that's been in the book. I, I do like her. Different I, than anything that's going to come in the book. I also love, uh, you know, Kirkman's. Um, sorry to keep uh, going on about this book, but uh, when she says uh, the stuff about um, you know having minorities in the group and how minorities that bugged me. Oh, I love that so much. <laughs> that that was the other thing that took me out of the story because okay, look, there's nothing wrong with diversity. There's nothing wrong with having a diverse cast of characters. The whole point of Walking Dead is it doesn't matter. You're coming together to survive. Right. But Kirkman's sitting here like, look at me. I've got my I've got all my characters and they're all not you know like. We're, we're really politically correct over here. Come on over here. <laughs> we're pandering that, to Johnny. We really disagree. want Johnny to no, read this book again. I would disagree because you got to look at it from her standpoint. In her life, she probably sees that her whole life and is just kind of like she's observing this now in a world that 
is no longer the way it used to be. So this is from her perspective, not Kirkman's perspective. I'm sorry. I just, I, I'm not there. I don't agree. That's just, it took me out of the story. Just no, because you could have done some, anything else to like convey that without saying it. So like, here it is. This is what but this that's is. Her character. Yeah. Cause yeah. she's, she's Mexican American and all her life. She's been seeing people, uh, say minorities. It, it always has a negative connotation. It's, it's always a negative word to make people feel inferior. Like she says, it's, it's just, uh, it's negative. It's like designed to <laughs> make call every- us rarities. I like that. <laughs> I did too. I did. D- designed everyone to dismiss us immediately. And I can feel that. Okay. Sure. Yeah. All the more why I can't wait for her to die. But <laughs> like, kill her off. I thought you can. You can have I like. Don't know, a wait, great in SoCal, can you see that anymore? Because I think white's the minority in Southern California. Right. Also, yeah. yeah. But like, we're rarities. When <laughs> we're rarities. <laughs> yeah. When I don't know, it just really struck with me. You know, I'm Mexican or whatever. Cause, That's good. Yeah. Because look, it's the just whole pr- here's my thing with comics, like. It's most of the time it's subjective. Everybody's gonna feel a certain way about a story. Mm-hmm. Tom King said it best, and one of the reasons why you never writers never say like they regret a story or whatever is because every story means something to somebody, which is perfectly fine. This was the first time in a long time with Walking Dead where something took me outside of the the story that's going on, so it didn't connect with me. Right. This issue did nothing for me, with yeah. the exception of the pacing of them coming up to that city and kind of paying an homage to George A. Romero. Like I was like okay, I, I actually liked I liked the whole diversity thing. The only thing that made me stop and think because I thought everything you said was spot on, and it was also kind of a sign of the times given what's going on the the uh, political climate in America currently. However, my thought at the time was, is this a conversation that she would have five years into? the zombie apocalypse or 10 years i don't know if he's tracking it as like real time it's it's probably somewhere between five and ten years yeah it seems like that would be something you know it'd be like wow all the all those whiteies are you know (laughs) brain eaters now but she hasn't talked to anybody for a year well it's only but but it's only been a year but what was her group like before was it was it you know a bunch of white people was it you know, I don't know. Could have been but a bunch of Mexicans. I, it, it could have been. I I don't know. But, I mean, it is set in, like, Georgia, this, Virginia. Yeah. Somewhat the south. So. Well, this took place Well, in now they're in, right, they're in Pennsylvania now. So. Mm, it but, just. I, I just I you know I, I think it was it was more he put it in there because nothing like that has been said before and I think her character was a mechanism to bring that out in the story yeah she, she which is fine I just I just don't know if if in in a you know an apocalyptic world with zombies I don't know that you know uh, racial parity is going to be at the top of yeah, but they said it in the end, though. There's, they, they just said, uh, "Yeah, we're, we're alive." Like, there's, there's, right. there's the dead. No, and, and, that, and that, that's, ab- that's absolutely true, and and that was a great point. Hey, uh, no. Yeah. So I, maybe it takes that diversity and says, "Hey, guys, quit looking at color because we are all human." Right, and we're all alive. If that's what he was going for, I think he accomplished it. Yeah, I mean, it, he, I, I don't know. I, I think it was good that it was in there. Yeah, I, it didn't bother me at all. I yeah, liked it. I thought I, it was, I thought it was a good assessment. It really. <sighs> 
I really I enjoyed the character up to this point, and I really she felt to me like uh, a character that would say whatever's on her mind. Yeah, and seeing a group oh, of people absolutely. like that, and when she was talking about this, like that that's how. Well, even in making making jokes, yeah, like hey guys, I brought some friends. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I got you some horses. It's like no, Michonne, Michonne's not. <laughs> Michonne's but you're lucky. You're, yeah, you're lucky that you still got your head. She, so. she she said stuff that you know a lot of people in my family you know think it's like um, th- they're always scared of being deported even if they have their green card or whatever, and it's it's very scary and and to have a character joke around like that. And 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 talk about the, the these things that are on minorities' minds. It, it's just refreshing. Like, yes, I connect with this char- character. That's why I love her. That's why I love this book. Cool. So back to the horses, though. Not to keep going and not to keep beating this dead horse. <laughs> Jonathan's but, like, but it, no, I'm seriously. Over it. With it, <laughs> I'm so over at the very it. end when she's like, "Hey guys, brought some horses." Like that. That's one thing that hooked me, and I was like, "Okay, that would make me want to read the next one to find out if this chick's." That shit crazy, and there's like a whole bunch of people holed up in the hotels that we'll are going to shoot down at everybody. Wants to get him in, or in in the special issue. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said. Like what 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 happened? What happened in the special issue, Roger? No, she goes she goes back to their camp where uh, where Rick and everybody are, and it's fine. She's only in like a couple panels past that, you know, because she had pissed Michonne off. But it's mostly it's it's Rick and these guys digging graves, and Rick falls asleep on top of a grave, and it's Andrea's. Ah, that's okay. Sleeping. Okay, that was the big thing. Uh, a couple issues back, Andrea died. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. So he hasn't slept inside. I didn't even I didn't Ugh, even so make depressing. that connection. So, and I didn't read the issues in between. So, yeah. Um. It's some yeah, of the, and it really some of the best stuff. The, that sequence of issues. Yeah, yeah. Some of the best stuff was in like, f- like just talk about hitting you like right in the gut. Yeah. I mean, I'm 150 issues deep. I might as well go all the way in, right? That's what she said. Yeah, of course, of course, Jonathan, of course. <laughs> Got it. So. <laughs> Next. All right. Stars. We already, already did, did that. Them. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we went way long on the <laughs> on the on the post commentary. All right. Uh, next one is from Marvel Venomverse number one. We have it by the great Colin Bunn. The amazing. And <laughs> Iban Iban Iban. I would say Iban. Iban. Yeah. Uh, Coelho. Yeah. O Coelho. Coelho. Because uh, double L is a is yeah. a Y. Coelho. Yeah, I would say that. Um. Basically, Eddie Brock gets pulled into a universe by Doctor Strange and all of these other characters that, in like various universes, got the symbiote instead of Eddie Brock because something is named Poisons is hunting the symbiotes in all the different universes, and so they've basically assembled like a Venom Avengers team to stop this thing, and that's where we're at. So it's Venom, Eddie Brock meeting Venom Cap, Venom Doctor Strange, Venom Black Panther, Venom Rocket Raccoon, Venom Venom Spider-Man still, Venom Venom, Deadpool, Venom Deadpool, like just everybody is Venomized. Both both Wolverines. So Laura and Logan. Yeah. So I I can tell by your tone. If you want to read a uh, a kind of like a semi-prose novel with some pictures, you can pick this book up because it was all exposition. Just all of it. Or if you want to read toilet paper. 
<laughs> oh man, I'm on an island. I actually like this book. I thought I thought Cullen Bunn did a good job with it. Well, okay, yeah. so I was gonna say this at first. It surprised me that it was Cullen Bunn because everybody actually kind of sounded different for once. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, he actually went out of his way to like make sure these guys had their own voice. Good job, Cullen. <laughs> um, you're the so, art, you're the so art, down on him. It's, the, it's oh, funny. It's, it's just it's the greatest. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, talk I, down. I would really love to have a conversation with that guy and just be like, what What's is the it? word? Condescending. That's what yeah. it is. Um, he would probably show you his checkbook. Yeah, he probably would. <laughs> and be like, <laughs> and be like that's, that's why. Yeah. So, um, but this was pretty good for, for a Cullen Bunn book, in my opinion. Mm. Okay. Um, the art is actually really good, but I didn't, I don't know. It, it wasn't enough to make me want to come back. Overall, um, and it's a four ninety nine Marvel book again. Mm. I mean, but it's I had like a hard time That's turning tough. the pages. I mean, it was just like the art was good. The art was good, but the the story it didn't hold me. I didn't really care. It, it was just it didn't really go anywhere for me. And I'm sure there's going to be more of it. But I, I mean, I'm. So, Roger, you and I have had this conversation before with Marvel beating a dead horse. Hmm. And I feel like this is another horse laying on the ground that they're just beating in a different costume. Yeah. No, I, I totally get that. And, I, you know, I was concerned about this series. And, and maybe, you know, where I'm coming from, I, you know, the bar was so low, you know, for Marvel. Because um, I thought, you know, Venomverse, it's right before legacy it's it's just a cash grab it's and it is it's it's almost the exact setup and story that they used in spider-verse which was really good spider-verse was a really good spider-man story i wish i could have liked that story <laughs> because i know still, you're still mad about that on i'm sorry <laughs> for not. those for those of you that don't know this story or haven't listened to that episode uh, jonathan got the omnibus for this story to 75 dollar book marvel did not put it in in chronological, chronological order. order they gave you a reading order that i just skimmed yeah. past because i thought it's a graphic novel i'm gonna read it as you know a book he's nope like, not this, marvel this makes no sense I'm, this makes no sense what's happening yeah. i'm pretty sure he's already mentioned it like three different oh, I, times I, yeah. I will continue to do so until it <laughs> but, changes um you know we had we uh reviewed one of the um the edge of Venomverse, you know, the same setup with Spider-Verse. They did Edge of Spider-Verse, and they had some really good characters and really good comics one-shots leading up to that to introduce you to some of the different characters. They're doing the same thing with Venomverse. They did Edge of Venomverse, five issues. I think I read two of them, uh, and they were both dumpster fires. Uh, and I, I just saw this as a cash grab, and I was not looking forward to reading this. And it was like, well, okay. Um I actually really like this book, given given the fact that it's the same story as Spider-Verse. It's the exact same story, same setup, um, different different kind of villain that's that's hunting the symbiotes. I thought this book was paced well. Um, it had some great fan service moments in there um, with the, the Hulk symbiote and then the spider symbiote at the end. Uh, I... I, I like Brock, how he's still kind of an outsider in this group. They don't really trust him. He doesn't trust them. Still kind but of But they jerk. need him. He's Yeah, he's a jerk. Uh, I I liked it. I really did. So the poison is the 
anti-venom symbiote right no no oh, is it it's not something different because mm. you're no longer you're no longer yourself once right. this happens. Okay. It just yeah. looks the anti-venom. The human, still rock. the human mm. host is dead, and the symbiote is transformed. Right. With the powers of the the host. I don't like Venom. I think he's like one of the worst Spider-Man villains. Sacrilege. Uh, you're. I'm probably wrong, uh, <laughs> but you're like close to being alone. <laughs> yeah, I don't like Venom. I despise Carnage. It's that's why I don't think I like uh, the the book because I don't really care about these characters. I also didn't like Spider Verse, so it, that's why maybe I didn't like this even more. Um, I I just felt like it was very exposition heavy. They were explaining everything, every single little thing. Like I'm pretty sure if I I can point to a couple of bubbles and they'll be explaining something that's happening with the world. Whereas uh, they should have. Well, they kind of had to yeah. with Eddie Brock coming in. Like, hey, what the heck? Yeah, but that's also used as kind of like an excuse. Like, oh, there's this new character who doesn't know what's going on. Let's explain every single it's little not thing. An excuse, Johnny. It's just a, it could have done trope, if you will. Right. But it could have of, been done of, better. Of stories, it's it's something that is used. It is a it is a writing tool. Right. It you bring in a character and you're seeing it from their perspective. So as a way to catch the reader up, you're kind of learning with the main character. It's yeah. Not but it also excuse. reminded me of like Secret Wars number one from the eighties. And I'm not trying to defend <laughs> Colin Bunn. <laughs> right. I'm just saying what it is. Yeah. It, but it. What? Quintars. Quintars. Was that what was established when uh, Bendis was doing yeah. Guardians? Because they went to the symbiote planet, yeah. right? Okay, Clintars. Didn't know that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> All right. they're never once called okay, that. Just it's just symbiote. Okay. Yeah, it's just the alien dude. Um, yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> All right. Wow. Dusty, how many stars would you give this? Uh, I'll give it a star for the art. I would put this with crappy superhero book. <laughs> it's just... I, I didn't like it. I didn't like anything about it. It's this. I mean, it's already been told once. How many times do you have to change costumes and retell it? Twice. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Just, I <laughs> Marvel. <clears throat> for me, I feel like superhero, but like, uh, uh, okay, Wonder Woman blood. Perfect example. Because you know when I came in here, I didn't want anything to do with DC. I didn't want anything to do with Marvel. So far, I still don't want anything to do with Marvel. I think they're toilet. The, but the DC, mm. the DC's pick and choose. Even okay, so the Thor. I read the Thor book. I moderately enjoyed it. This it is, was good. This is God of Thunder, God Butcher, no. and God Bomb. What? Right. You moderately Dude. enjoyed. I that? moderately enjoyed it, but you but have to understand, bad. like, yeah. So, <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm plopped into this universe, and I've got all these things to read. And the first thing I picked up was Chew. And yeah. shoot like that. That comic well, just blew no, my the mind. The first thing you picked up was Grizzly, Grizzly Shark. Shark. That's right, mm. but not from you. Some, well, some, yeah, okay, but we'll get to that. All right, but I guess it, so. Then from there, stay I, tuned. <laughs> yeah. So from two, I'm I'm on Invincible, like Lock and Key, Neonomicon. Like these stories have kick-ass substance. They take you places you've never been before. They're also not like, seventy-five years old. Well, okay, but you, you know, still I'm have just saying there's a lot of history with the superhero universe, right? And and that's where I think DC's doing a much better job because they're they're bringing it like the the Justice League New Fifty Two, freaking obvious, uh, awesome. The Mobius chair the Batman was sitting on was the funniest freaking thing. It, like, 
it, there was just so much. In, in fairness, that's Jeff Johns. <laughs> I mean, that's like that's my. Uh, but my that's point my is that you can take that. That's where I'm saying, like, you can take superheroes and you can, you know, like Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman's got all the gods to play on, and you can take that story and go everywhere with it. I feel like you can go with the superhero universe. You can go so many different places with these characters. You can do anything with them. Why repeat? Yeah. Like that that's and like you brought up a good point as far as how much the book costs. I mean, let's get real. That, well, that's my that's that's been an ongoing thing that I've railed against Marvel for cuz I mean, are they all going to be 4.99 or is it just every time the number 1 it's just 4.99 cuz no pretty people, no, I'm pretty well. sure in this case they're all 4.99 yeah. cuz it's that's, a, because it's a series. Uh, Marvel did it on and Civil like a lot War, they did it on Secret Empire. Um they'll I'm sure that they'll say with it on this and I have, I have, I have that I'm, same issue so I'm looking at you and right behind you is metal and right there is casting like that they can do more with this kind of stuff it doesn't like sometimes the character I mean the character matters but sometimes the character doesn't matter it doesn't matter if it's Venom doesn't matter if it's Spider-Man doesn't matter if it's Superman Wonder Woman doesn't matter I mean you can pull these characters into wonderful universes and do crazy things with them that just make readers like their minds blown no, I this, look. This I, abs- I absolutely agree, and I think that I think that you know, for for all you Marvel executives listening, you yes. know, look, this is a this is a top down problem, because I really do think that Marvel editorial gets too involved with the the direction that their characters are going, and they hamstring writers into writing stories that the editorial board wants to be written, things that they think are going to be. I think that these guys. Cullen Bunn and and Bendis and Jason Aaron and all that maybe not as much Jason Aaron he seems to have free reign with Thor but I think that Marvel kind of dictates what they're doing with the characters and I think so that you have writers cashing checks and artists cashing checks you don't have inspired storytelling like you do at DC because DC got their troops together when when they you know before starting Rebirth and they were like look and and they all got to have you know to rub Jeff Johns's head in the process, <laughs> you know, and it's sit true. down he and met sit with down every with creative Jeff. team to make sure they were on right, point. and yeah. to say let's what do we love about these characters? What do we love about the history? What are the where do we want to take these guys? And it really is D, what DC is doing. That's every just just about every one of those creative teams I think is really inspired to write trying to great do their best books. Yeah. You know, and Except I don't think I don't Harley think Quinn that's the case. Is yeah, one off. It's one off. I don't I don't think that's the case at Marvel, and I hope it changes. I really do. I hope it changes. <coughs> yeah, because no, like you said, nobody wants there to read a bad story from because 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 uh, even before Rebirth came out. Uh, in uh, when DCU hey, YOU was coming out, DC was floundering. Right, uh, New Fifty Two was most of it was really bad. Besides the Jeff Johns uh, books and Scott yep. Snyder, so like most of it was bad up until uh, Jeff Johns, Jim Lee, and everybody said like we're doing this new thing with DC YOU. It hasn't started. We're not focusing that much on bringing our worlds together. We're focusing on good stories. We Don't want forget about Azarello. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I would disagree that most of it was bad. 
a handful of it was really good. A handful of it was really oh, good. Jonathan, there was some bad no. stuff in there, but no, I, I would think- I would absolutely agree that most of it was bad because out of when they started off with fifty two ongoing titles, well, there were over a hundred that were canceled. Yeah. no, no, no. Over the course of those five years, and that when you to me look is at, like unreadable. When you, I didn't come across it, I mean, where that were like okay. No, look, a lot of those books were actually decent, but they they got crushed by the weight yes, of, of them trying to maintain that many ongoing titles. Absolutely, I'll I'll I'll, I'll give you that. Um, that's what but, I, that's pr- that's pretty much what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I I'll go with that. But there was a lot of mediocre. Yeah. Oh, stories. I think I think there's, there's only there was from the new fifty two a ton of two and a half titles from the new fifty two. I'm pretty sure I to me there's only like four books that I would like to have on my physical shelf. That's probably like Aquaman. John, you don't like to Justice have anything League. on your shelf. And that's I, the I do. Same thing you can say about Marvel right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> because because uh, like Roger said, it's editorial trying to force their now, hand on things. Aquaman get better after the third graphic no. novel because what are you talking about? Just after Jeff Johns leaves? No, uh, just read up I to. S- I started Jeff reading Johns Aquaman, but even the 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 first three graphic novels that I read. It was are you just talking like, about Throne of Atlantis? Oh, I loved it. The new fifty. I know you recommended it to me. And I was like, oh, you recommended Blood. This ought to be really awesome. And it, it wasn't horrible, but it wasn't like, holy crap, I got to go buy the rest. I got to finish well, it out. And you have to and know it, where Aquaman was coming from. Yeah. I mean, and they addressed it in the first book. Aquaman was kind of a joke. And I thought Johns did an amazing job of really. It was entertaining, but the story didn't pull it me. It didn't really. Yeah, it didn't really go anywhere. And Johns was only on the book for three like, trades. Yeah, yeah. He, he got up to Throne of Atlantis, and then I think he did. You should no, read. He did uh, okay, Death well, of a King. An, another one I would recommend. And look, I mean, not some of it's going to be, you know, personal taste. But uh, Jeff Lemire's run on Animal Man, great at the great start fun. of the New Fifty Two with the Rot, which kind of coincided with Snyder's Swamp, Swamp Thing. That was good. That no. was some good not stuff. Not Snyder stuff. That was really good. And dark, sure, <laughs> really dark. Snyder's Swamp Thing was not good. Uh, anyway. Um, no, so yeah, you, Roger, you were talking about like the editorial. The books that are good at Marvel are the ones that are not being like tied down by editorial that much. It's the small books. It's the small <laughs> yeah, the ones with print runs under twenty thousand. Exactly the the ones that aren't and, selling and, well. and they're going to get canceled because unfortunately, but, yeah. But they're they're great books <laughs> yeah. like Unstoppable Wasp. They got canceled at eight, but it's probably my favorite series this year. Yeah, and that's a bummer because these books don't sell because they're they're new. Uh, they're new books. They're smaller books, and Marvel's not paying attention to them. They're not promoting them because they don't care, and and that's that's why uh, Jeremy Whitley has the free reign to do whatever he wants with uh, Unstoppable Wasp, and that's why it's amazing. Yeah. I'm so Venomverse. That. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because yeah, I was back a, on track. Are we? Um, were we done? I don't know. I gave there it was a star for the art. Yeah. A star. I think we were doing stars, and yes. then that took like a long left turn. Okay. <laughs> Johnny, yo, How oh, many stars? Uh, one and a half. Yeah, bummer. Don't like Venom. Um, two. <laughs> Zag, I am on an island. I give it four stars. Huh. I really well, like the it. other thing that brought it down that just made me mad. There's a Thor there, ad. Oh, that, I, <laughs> okay, you talk you about your you ad, and then I'm going to talk about my ad too, because okay. that was I didn't catch the one that you, you were can't talking. Bring How are you guys giving it donors for the ad? Exactly. Just you cannot skip, do that. You're supposed to read sure the story. No. If it's if it's got a page that I have to look. No at, way, it's dude. Part of the comic. No. If no, it's no, pick it up digitally, agree. you do not see oh, any I, ads. I'm not knocking it for the 
my biggest to Marvel, not this book. I, and it's just an eye roll. Go ahead, Jonathan. There's a there's an ad for Thor uh, coming up. It says, "See what yourself for what all the excitement is about." And then it says, "After 700 thrill pack issues, we must be doing something right." Yeah. And I yeah. was just like, "Uh." It's just an ad. That's what every book that has that ad, you're gonna hate. Well, it's the first time I've seen it. But so. hold on. But at least they didn't put it on like Hulk or something, you know? Because like Thor's been at least consistent. Thor's been consistent, but Jason Aaron hasn't written 700 issues of it. But, like, the well, yeah, you're right. Okay. So, basically, Marvel's saying, like, hey, you guys really like this character. They're they're going back to their original numbering and trying to count, like, their recent years in with, like, all the really good stuff that they've done. Oh, yeah. Dustin, Uh, you and I haven't had this conversation because we're not not having this. Yeah. No. Okay. So. It's funny. I didn't even read that ad. I just looked at the pretty Thor cover. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty. And then I opened it up to see what was inside the gatefold. What me, made me roll my eyes was um, the the Marvel Legacy Spider Man ad. Okay, at the at the top of that page, it says the world's greatest comic magazines from Marvel's top talent. Well. Most everybody knows that the world's greatest comic magazine is Fantastic Four, and I was like, "Did you really? Oh, did no. you really just twist that knife in the back of all the Fantastic Four fans?" Oh, that's I, real. That yeah. that hurt. I, I was like, "Why do you think I was like, is writing a book guys. called The Terrifics yeah. at DC?" I'm so excited for that. So, it's going to be, be so good. Pretty much. Yeah that right. that is his. That's, his did thing. you give it a? Great. Yeah. Okay. Roger, you gave it a four. Four. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what would you guys rather have reviewed? <laughs> I told I told Cody. I was like, because I uh, when Cody came in today, I was like, he was like, so what do you think? And he was like, was it really horrible? And I was like, actually no, I really enjoyed it. And <laughs> but I was like, but you come back next week and talk to me because I don't know. <laughs> I, maybe I was in a really good mood or something. I don't know. <laughs> hey, I will. So I need Cody for Colin to. Bond. It was really good for Colin Bunn. What? It was. What? I said uh, at the beginning, it, it was it was pretty good for Colin Bunn. Colin, this week you are the man. Sort yeah. of. <laughs> um, I really wished we had gotten enough of the Kingsman uh, comic, which we originally said we were going to do, to see how that is. Um, although it looks like they completely stylized it to the movie universe, so I don't know how I feel about that. Right. Um, I've... Uh, I really liked Walking Dead, uh, but I would have really enjoyed to read Four Kids Walk Into a Bank. It's an amazing comic book uh, that's not really talked about a lot, at least I don't think. Uh, yeah. yeah, Four Kids Walk Into a Bank, top left. Um, yeah, you guys should pick it up if you're interested. Or Seven to Eternity. Oh, I forgot that was out this week. Oh, that's probably going to be like my favorite thing. I, yeah, Superman over yep. Harley Quinn. Yep, mine too for that. So... Dusty, anything that you would rather would have reviewed? Uh, anything except Harley <laughs> Quinn and Venomverse. Like, just give it another shot and see what else comes out. I mean, just roll I'll, the dice. I'm all for reading new stuff, but uh, I was I was so disappointed in Harley Quinn just because I I already I've had a little bit of taste of Marvel, and I've had a lot of DC, and I'm generally pleased with most of the stuff that I've read from DC. Uh, but again, I've only been doing this for just over a year, so I've got a lot of catching up to do. All right. 
So Seven to Eternity came out. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Roger, trivia time. Oh, right. Okay. So I decided to do uh, Venom trivia. Venom trivia because it was the easiest to to do. I think we were going to try Ryan Otley trivia, but there was like none. A paragraph. Like two yeah. inches of. <laughs> yeah. So okay. Um, we're going to uh, go in a circle. I want uh, you guys one at a time, starting with Dusty, to um, identify one of the different uh, symbiote hosts for Venom. We just People went, who occupied the Venom symbiote. We just went through it. No. Oh. Well, Give me one. What do you yeah. mean? Like no, no, no. no not, not in the alternate universes. In, this, in the continuity. main Marvel continuity. Earth Prime, whatever it's called. I don't know. You mm-hmm. just read one in this comic. Then it would be the main character, dude, whatever his name is. I hated this book. <laughs> All right. Okay. Like, Faz. Jonathan. I'll, I'll leave the easy one for Johnny. So, Max Gargan. It's Mac Gargan. Mac. Mac Gargan. Mac Daddy. Mac Daddy Gargan. The Scorpion. The easy okay. one. Which Johnny. One's, which one's the easy one? Eddie Brock or Peter yeah. Parker? There, I answer for Dusty. Oh, you just threw two of them out there. Yeah. He gave you one. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Matt, you got one? What? What? Give me a give me another symbiote uh, host. Who named what? What are the ones already? Got? Matt Gargan, Peter Parker, Eddie Brock. Flash Thompson. Done. Okay, that's good enough for me. Groot. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Groot, Rocket, <laughs> yeah. Gamora, all yeah. Um. Okay, what are uh, you just throw them out there? What are some of Venom's abilities? Uh, regenerate. Uh, you get he a pass can open his skills. mouth really wide. Really wide. Yeah. Dislocate his jaw. Down to somebody's neck. He can shape shift basically. Yeah. Shape shifting. Uh, emotional, like bonding. Like bonding to the host. Like, like manipulate. Did you say powers or ability? Or what? What, what did abilities. You say? Abilities. Hmm. Yeah. I mean that's that's pretty close. I was going for he, he possesses all of Spider Man's abilities, Peter mm-hmm. Parker Spider Man's abilities. Physical. Because yeah. And I mean pretty he much can't be detected by Peter's spider sense. Yeah. Right. right. Okay. He can regenerate? Yeah. Well at least a symbiote can. Yeah. Symbiote I think can heal the host. Too. Can he really? Yeah. Cool. He can. Um vulnerabilities. Uh sound. sound. Fire. Yeah. Fire. Really? Fire. Yeah, fire. I know about fire. Yeah. Okay. All right. So let's go ahead and do a listener question. That was this really interesting fun. and fun. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, Eddie Brock, after after he gave up the, the Venom suit, actually became an, another uh, – he, he acquired another symbiote that actually had the ability to cure Spider-Man this is of easy. his powers. I know. <laughs> and and so he went around he went around trying to basically cure the world of the symbiote. Yeah. What was that symbiote that Eddie Brock wore? What was its name? If you know the answer to this question and you should without even googling it, uh send your answer to contact at allstarcomicspodcast.com. You could win either this awesome grizzly shark graphic novel that we're getting ready to review or the comics that we reviewed for this week uh hope you win and There's last no week reason that 10 people shouldn't at, l- at least 10 people shouldn't be entering yeah, this for next even week. yeah 
I mean, it's it's easy. Yeah, I think so, but we'll see. Okay, so last week we had uh, um, the question was Joe Schuster and Jack Kirby started Kirby started a publishing company. What was the name of that company? It was Mainline Publications. Um, we only had a few responses to that. I, I don't want to have to beg every week, mm-hmm. so I'm not going to. The winner of the graphic novel from last week, which was Sweet Tooth, is Matt Hauser. And the winner of the comics last week, which is uh, a decent decent set, Lady Mechanic of Dark Side, Secret Empire number 10, yeah. Bryce Smith. So we'll get those shipped out to you. Yay. Congrats. Yay. Out of state. Yay. Read Sweet Tooth. Yes. So it's amazing. It's good stuff. It's yeah, it's so good. Next week I'm getting in uh the first set of hardcovers. Uh, Did you uh, ship that one guy's comics from like two weeks ago or three weeks ago? No, because I'm still waiting on the Invincible. Invincible. We were supposed to get it uh last week. We Darn got it. shorted. Darn it should diamond. be here next week and they'll go out. So eventually. Yep. They'll get them soon. They're coming, I promise. All right, Roger, tell us about Grizzly Shark. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I freaking love this book. Thank you. <laughs> what? Thank you so much. Oh, you're kidding. I love this book. I love. Lo- wait, 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 wait. No. Let, let's, let's just go. Let's, ahead. Let's, Roger, just go ahead. Pitch. let's just have him pitch it. I can't. <laughs> I just can't. All right, let me let it's me pitch sharks. it. This, so <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You pick it. Because yeah. it was, he asked me what he said. What graphic novel? And I went home and I said, I don't know. So I went home and I, I, I mean, it took me days. And I came back and I was like, Grizzly Shark, because I've been trying to get him to read it forever. It's, and it's what got you into comics. <laughs> well, but, but even aside from that, at least like, we're thankful for it, that. It has that, some sentimental value. <laughs> okay, I'll, okay, I'll tell my story. So we we're in a comic book shop down below, and and I picked up. Uh, the it's a really crappy shop, too. Two and three. Yeah, it's not as cool as your shop. Only come here. Wow. So. Right. <laughs> well, yeah, I wasn't going to plug them. But anyway, uh, that's the name of the shit. It was Crappy Shop. So, you know. <laughs> you just Joe's Crappy Comics. Seriously though, Grizzly anyway. Shark for me, it was, uh, this book was amazing. From the from the time that you just start reading it, you're like, "What the hell is this?" And it is exactly that. It's just like, "What the hell is this?" It's exactly there's a freaking shark in the woods, and in, and the sharks smell blood, and it's this adventure with with all these people just Campers. running around. They're trying to yeah, like so. I'm not sure it's much of an adventure. It's more <laughs> like it's morbid. It's a morbid adventure. It's carnage. Okay, so in the opening scene, this kid gets half of his body chopped off or eaten, and his dad dips him in the fire to cauterize it. And he gets pissed for days. (laughs) And when he finally does pee, he pisses in this guy's face. That was the one part that actually made me laugh. And it was, he was like, oh, it burns. (laughs) That made me laugh. And then he said, pull the baby up. And he pulls him up, the baby's like, whack, hits him on the. On the tree branch, and then and then uh, what's it? Um, what's I John Bob is up on top, and then all the sharks are going, and the baby's just like woo, like I'm on top of the world, Titanic yeah. style. Yeah, that I lump this book funny. right into the same category as Shirtless Bear Fighter. It is just nonsense. Exactly. So you said now, it. And, you said it about yourself. Dusty and I've had this conversation a couple of times because he dropped 
shirtless bear fighter halfway through the it second issue, and I was anywhere. like, "That's fascinating because I see it. I see, I see it also as the so the shirtless bear same. fighter. The funny part was like, oh, he's got a beard and a, and a penis when he, you know, and it's all already there and, when he's born, and that was the well, one thing. I mean, one is for sure. <laughs> but so Grizzly Shark didn't stop with it. They just kept going. I mean, the scene when they're when they're driving the car and the, the kids like you know having this argument and they keep like oh you know I, I kick my ass and he keeps making these jokes that the kid doesn't have any legs and he's like so now they're driving and he's he's on the floor just pushing the gas with everything he's got and the chick's like stepping on his face because she wants to stop yep Yep. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> nothing. I felt nothing. So the visuals in this just, book was amazing. They introduced Jim. Hey, Ott- look, I'll say Ryan Otley's art. You know, the the f- most fascinating part of this book was reading his stuff at the end because this was like this was part of uh, not a formal twenty four hour comic. But it was a 24 hour. But it was. He didn't finish the first one in 24 hours, and the second one he did two books in 24 well, there's hours. Well, there's an official 24 hour comic event, in, and it's coming up in, in like October. Uh, and various shops participate in it. They bring in local writers and artists, and the whole thing is to, okay, we got 24 hours starting the clock. Some, you know, writers will hand off, you know, parts of scripts artists will take turns on on the stuff it's this big thing this was kind of an unofficial he's like i want to i want to do that and i want to do it with this kirkman and it was it. kind of kirkman was no, doing the sea bear it no no that was jason, that was jason howard thank you yeah um kirkman wrote the he wrote the, the one the page back, intro yep. to the the origin but um ryan otley's stuff at the end you know his 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 musings on you know his inspiration and his process and all this stuff i found fascinating i really liked it. and his art is to die for I, I love the art all the way through this book it's crazy good um and yeah there's more blood in this book than in invincible <laughs> which is hard that's hard that's to hard do. to do um, so this is like the second or third grizzly shark like uh, arc, right? No, that's no. it. That's everything that's been done. With no, there's only no. three episodes. There's uh, only three books. Right, right. But uh, before um, it was J- grizzly shark versus sea bear. That's right. all it was. Oh, okay. That that's the one that came one before issue. this book. It was one issue. Oh, right. Okay. So I think that might have been in, uh, like, the grizzly shark versus sea bear is the third book. Yeah. Oh, right. Well, but no, there was well, there's there's actually a whole separate one shot oh, okay. before where it's just them two fighting. Okay. And then they they decided to bring right. Sea Bear they, into this at the very they, end. Is like they a they joked about it. Uh, Jason Howard and Ryan Otley's like, oh, I should do Grizzly Shark and you should do Sea Bear. And they were like, oh, yeah, we'll do that, definitely. And Ryan Otley actually did it. Because uh, Jason Howard did the Sea, sea Bear, Bear pages right. in the in the first one shot. Mm-hmm. Okay. So... Um, I'll put this right up with uh, Shirtless Bear Fighter. It's a one-note joke, and it gets old really, really quickly. Um, the art's really nice. Uh, I do like... Not the, even. <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. It's one note, but it doesn't get old. I, 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 it really I does. It kept going. Because like, it's, like, it's so morbid. It's, it's like, a roller coaster. And then you're, you're... Okay, so you're reading this story, and you're following these characters, and then there's these just people walking through the woods. You're like, there's, just random. one-offs. And Trump. Then, yeah, and one Trump. lady just walking through like, I've never been so crushed in my life. And a freaking rock comes down and smushes her. Like, I 
eyeballs popping out like the so whole nine stupid. yards. It's ridiculous. <laughs> there's there's a part in there where there's a Cub Scout troop like just walking through the woods, and the Cub Scout leader gets bit by a mosquito. He's like, oh, got to get the repellent out. And one guy's like, I got to pee. And all of a sudden, a shark comes through and wipes out half of them. And literally by half of them, meaning their feet still on the ground, the rest of them is gone. And then they show the, the kid just pissing himself. Like, it is, it's the most ridiculous thing I have ever read in my life. I picked, I picked up two I and would three. agree. I would absolutely agree and with that. <laughs> yeah. But this, yeah. the fact that they could take this book there and just keep going. And then you got the, the guys writing in his diary, the, uh, I forget his name, but the guy that's cut in half. He's write, writing in his diary how he's yeah. in love with the doctor, and then John Bob's yeah. in love with her, but he could never get her, you know. John Bob, mind you, is a character that you meet who's in the back of a truck with his head bent over, and then when he gets <laughs> out, his head's still bent over. Like, it's just, that's John <laughs> Bob. like seven feet tall. He's, <laughs> um, so I what one of the things I asked Ryan Otley, I don't know if I said this on the show or not, when I saw him at Comic-Con, was because you know obviously Invincible's ending soon. I was like, are you, are you, you know, what are your plans after Invincible? He says, I'm planning on doing more creator-owned stuff. And I was like, so I immediately asked him, like, Grizzly Shark? <laughs> <laughs> and, and even Ryan Otley was like, no, that was a one-time thing. I think I got all that out. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, fair enough. <laughs> so yeah. Well, I, I think he's I, well I, aware I told, of like, I told exactly you, what it was, uh, Dusty, before we started the show. This book is exactly what it is intended to be. It's, it's, it's nothing more, nothing less. And I think if it, if it, if, if you it, like it, you're gonna really like it. Yeah, I would put I hate Fairyland in the same category. It's exactly what it is. Right, but the same I, thing with Shirtless Bear Fighter. It's exactly what it yes. is. Yeah, but I think with I hate Fairyland, you had a uh, overarching kind of a. a story uh, and this has a story but it's all over the place it's reckless it's it what? doesn't make a lot of sense it's Gertrude goes around just killing everything she comes in right. contact yeah with. But how she, is that any different <laughs> Be, because she actually has a uh, a plan to get out of this place alive and she uh, the queen is going the people want to survive the shark right. attack but, but, but shark by like it's jaws in a campground but it's in, in a dumb way where the exactly <laughs> that's the point I don't yeah. I don't. Maybe it's what it, it's what it's intended to be. Yeah, it it feels like uh, something uh, a ten year old would would uh, watch late at night on a TV show, and like, oh, hopefully my parents don't catch me watching this. Then I'm ten. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, I'm it's, ten. It's um, yeah, yeah, it's Happy Tree Friends. Oh God, it's like I said, it's a one note joke that gets old like in the first couple of pages it's it's relatively funny at some points but not much can be said um about the other stuff i do like the joke uh, that they keep making about his uh you know his lower half missing <laughs> only because like after the third time they they kept doing it i was like oh this is annoying but then uh the the part where john bob is saying like oh feet ha walk you know i was like okay yeah, that's pretty funny it's there's there's a thing like if the initial like time you say it isn't funny you gotta beat that drum until it is funny <laughs> and that's what Ryan Ock does well, it's like the, the ranger that shows up with or I don't know the safari dude yeah. that shows up with the girl and he's like you wanna get out and kick my ass <laughs> he throws out there. so many he, there's like jokes. four <laughs> feet jokes right there and and I'm like I, okay yeah. half the fun of this book is watching 
everybody else's reaction to reading it. Yeah. It's like they realize how morbid like you are for liking it or I am for liking it, and they're just like, why did I read this? I bought four copies of this book, five <laughs> oh actually, God. one for me and one for my kids to give them away to Christmas. And I said, if, if you ever just get so pissed off at life that you can't take it, just read this book. Just read <laughs> it. There's, it'll just, all get better. It'll Johnny, all. Yeah, Matt. How are, the, how are the letters in this book? <laughs> so the lettering is actually done by Ryan Otley, and I'm actually a fan of it because he just did it by his hand. Oh. And it's uh, it actually goes along uh, really like well with the art. So thank you for bringing that up, Matt. Lettering is important. <laughs> letters and color are the most important part. All right. I don't think there's too much of what we can really say yeah. about this. Let's rate this book. Johnny, go Oh, ahead. really? Okay. Yeah. So, it's a, it's, like I said, it's a one-note joke that I got tired before they even struck that one note. So, um, now, so it's a uh, one. Wow. Two. Roger. Uh, how high can we go? Go five. Wow. Oh, yeah, five for five. sure. Five. Five, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. This book is amazing. So, there well, you, yeah, I mean, there you go. So, I mean, that's, so I guess you what are you can, either going to love it or you're going to or you're gonna <laughs> not. So I guess what you can take away from this is just pick it up and read for yourself. Yeah. Look, Ryan Otley is one of those guys that I will support no matter what he does. Of course. And the, the mere fact that I enjoyed this. That was a, that was a plus, but dude's dude's amazingly talented, so I his, can't his not. His art is is phenomenal. I, yeah, so I couldn't not read this I even even if I didn't <laughs> like it. So, uh, so that's gonna take us over to the, some previews uh, from Marvel Comics next I, week. Let oh. me just say, yeah. I'm so stoked for next week. Yes, you haven't had numbers in a while, by the way, too. Numbers, MPD? diamond numbers. What? Yeah, oh yeah. That's yeah. I'll look into it. So what's next? It week irritates me. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I, Marvel plays games to pump up their numbers, and it somehow works. And so I'm like, they crowd the market. That's how they're a, a, ahead. There's a few things that they do, and I I don't like saying that Marvel is number one. <laughs> it's not and, number one right when it's like i mean anecdotally yeah from our experience in this shop and from hearing from retailers everywhere else i'm like something's not, not right, right. <laughs> and so I, I just don't number one in the numbers but yeah. not in our no, hearts no I'm, I'm, and i mean like even even myself who loves probably the most marvel books from this group right now uh I, <laughs> right. I, I, I can agree. Like Marvel should not be top right now. Yeah. All or right. They're bottom, they definitely. So from yeah. Marvel next week we have all new Wolverine number twenty four, Amazing Spider Man number thirty two, Ben Riley Scarlet Spider number seven, Deadpool number thirty six, and that's a Secret Empire tie in. Still, uh, <laughs> you'll see why in just a minute. Uh, Defenders number five, Generations Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel, uh, Hulk number. Hulk number 10, Miss Marvel uh, number 22, Old Man Logan number 28, Runaways number one. Ooh. And we're reviewing that. We're going to review that. Sweet. Uh, do we know who the creative team is? I don't. I believe Chris on our Ooh, nice. Yeah. nice. Ooh, Chris on. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Secret Empire Omega uh, is out next <laughs> week, and that's why we still have Secret Empire Science, because this is still not done. Um, 
uh, let's see, Star Wars number 36, Star Wars Dr. Aphra number 12, Uncanny Avengers number 27, Venomverse number 2 of 5, well, at least they're not wasting our time, uh, <laughs> Weapon X number 8, and X-Men Blue number 11. That's the only thing that's a bummer about that is it's going to be a different artist, because I thought the artist was really good in this. Yeah. So no, if they did it with uh, Edge of Venomverse. They're gonna do it with this one. It'll be a different creative team every week. Uh, I well, hate that. That's the worst. Different artist. All right, from DC week. Comics, and we are reviewing this, and I'm stoked. Uh, Action Comics number nine eighty seven, and that starts the Oz effect, Is that the one with the people where we that? finally are gonna start to learn. Who Look, Mr. Oz I, is? Well, and it's supposed to be—it's supposed to be revealed in that issue. Yeah. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. So Runaways is Rainbow Rowell. Who? Rainbow Rowell. Rainbow. Rainbow. Yes. Okay. She's she. I believe she's a prose uh, writer. Prose writer? Mm-hmm. Has she done comics at all? Maybe. I'm not sure. I'll Google. Okay. It. Go ahead, Roger. Okay. Um. No, one of the things, and I was going to bring this up next week too, but I'm going to go and say it now. We're, if we find out who Oz is next week, we're not going to say it on air. We are a spoiler podcast, but I think that's one of those things that is just so big that, I mean, this is, he first appeared in issue, what, 32 of, of Superman? New, New 52 Superman? With Jeff Johns and so, John Romita Jr. I mean that's a year that we're two and a half years, two and a half years, you know, waiting of to him find out being like seated throughout this, different issues. This character, so metal, it's just, craziness yeah, D- DC, DC is. I mean, the next year is is going to be amazing. Every every week there's going to be books to look forward to. Mm. Um, but I wanted I wanted to I wanted to ask uh, Dusty. I'm not. Are you are you reading the Superman books? I read the first two graphic novels of the Rebirth. Oh, okay. okay. Um, you may have been. You may have been. Uh, Just um, lean forward into it. Oh, <laughs> lick it. <laughs> um, but any 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 guesses as to who he is? Uh, we can do that now. Rorschach. Uh, I hope. Oh, not. no. You know what? St- that would be stupid. It, be, yeah, it's um. Here's the thing: I in the solicit for in the solicit for this book, um, DC says that Superman finds out uh, who Mister Oz is, and it rocks the son of Krypton to his core. Jeez. Okay. Okay. So I forget so, who it is. Go ahead. It's Bernard, the guy that sells the newspapers and comic books in Watchmen. That wouldn't rock the son of Krypton to his core. Yeah, he wouldn't know who he is. Yeah, that's true. And see, I thought, you know, I had, for a long been, time I had held out and, and, and was thinking that it, it was Ozymandias. Yes. That they can't, it's too obvious, it's too, but Superman would not know him. Yeah. He would not have any interaction with that part of the multiverse. It has to be somebody that Superman knows. No, that's probably something dumb like his dad. Ugh. See, that's that's one that Could I threw be out today was Jor El, and I was like, oh, that's that would be look. It's a big Superman story. I think it's uh, yeah. I think it's it's a little hokey to yeah. do that. I think Blaine is on to it. Oh, I thought it was going to be. Blaine. I think Blaine's been saying this for a ye- almost a year, right? That it's Superboy Prime. Oh, that makes sense. And oh, I think that's, that's right up. I think that's right up. Uh, Jeff John Zally. He loves to redeem irredeemable characters. Oh, that's yeah. Bad. And Superboy Prime, because here's the thing. New 52 Superman is gone. Well, right? it's 
One yeah, well, yeah, yeah, kumbaya, murder <laughs> right, right, right. But um, it would have to be somebody that the pre New Fifty Two Superman knew mm-hmm. and would have, you know, some some connection to. Yeah, and and maybe and may and maybe a little bit of hardship. And if it's not, if he is truly a villain and he's not going to be redeemed, that would also be like a little nugget of lore that Jeff Johns could pull out, also. But there's so. so much, you know, I mean, because Superboy Prime tried to destroy the DC universe before. Yeah. Now he's trying to save it? Well, you don't you know. know. If or it is Superman? Yeah. Because or maybe he's still trying to destroy it? Because um, the, the first time that, uh, like, um, we saw What's-His-Face's hand, um, Dr. Manhattan, there was a little quote from Watchmen. It's like, oh, we're all puppets, Lori, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I'm just a puppet who can see the strings. So that means... Like what I took from that is maybe he's Doctor Manhattan's also a puppet for someone even bigger. Yeah, I mean, could be, could be. Anyway, sorry to <laughs> sorry to go off on this right. on this tangent, but oh, I'm so excited I'm for that book. Yep, right. And and the fact that we get we get metal number two and the Teen Titans metal tie-in next week is uh, it's such a good week. Yeah, it's a good week. Yeah. Um. Also, uh, just to go back, uh, Rainbow Rowell, uh, that's her first uh, comics, but she's done, uh, like, critically acclaimed Eleanor and Park, Fangirl, and Carry On. None I'm excited! I I'm cautiously... I was going to say optimistic, <laughs> but I don't have anything to be optimistic about with them because the bar is so low, mm-hmm. so... I'm just expecting it to be what it is. Well, Marvel's done their best to ruin many prose authors. <laughs> <laughs> wow, yeah. Has it only been the one? Or who else? We need to oh, change no, the there podcast was name to I Hate Marvel. I, that's a, <laughs> no, we don't hate Marvel. Yeah, no. Want to be good. Want right. yeah, to be good. Just trying to put the pressure on. Uh, um, who, who are the well, prose artists? No, there's more. There's more than ta Codes. <laughs> right. But let me let me There's finish this list, guys, and then we can okay, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, we can put it in the news segment if we want. Uh, so after Action Comics number nine eighty seven, we have Batgirl and the Birds of Prey number fourteen, Dark Knight's Metal number two of six, uh, Detective Comics number nine sixty four, and I believe in Detective Comics we're getting Tim Drake back soon. 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 I don't know if it's that issue, but it's it's coming. Uh, we have Flash number thirty. We have Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps, number 28. And if you're not on that one, that's a fantastic story arc right now. Um, Harley Quinn, 25th Anniversary Special, number one. Uh, Justice League of America, number 14. New Superman, number 15. Red Hood and the Outlaws, number 14. Scooby Apocalypse, number 17. Suicide Squad, number 25. Supergirl, number 13. Superwoman, number 14. Teen Titans, number 12. And that's the metal tie-in. I believe it's the Gotham Resistance. Oh, so many tie-ins. Um, that's one. <laughs> I know. It's kidding. <laughs> um, and Wonder Woman th- or Titans 15 and Wonder Woman 30. And in Wonder Woman 30, or I don't know if it's 30 or it's probably going to be a little after, but they're finally going to address her twin brother. All right. Oh, right. Nice. That happened. Finally like, going back to that. I uh, indie comics. We've got Birthright number twenty six, Black Science number thirty one, Invader Zim number twenty three, Killer Be Killed number twelve, My Little Pony Friendship Is Magic number fifty eight, Neil Gaiman American Gods Shadows number seven, Realm number one, and that's what we're reviewing. Oh no, not SpongeBob. Uh, presumably, not SpongeBob. it might be SpongeBob. I, we'll have to. I, I needed to go back and check and see how many copies of Realm we have. 
coming in, and I have no idea what the book's about. I want to make you guys read SpongeBob. Dear but God. we had, yeah, well, I mean, honestly, it came down between those two because all the other ones we have reviewed in the last couple of months, I think. So, all right, we'll <laughs> SpongeBob Comics may, number seventy-two. Be, who, who do we have? On? We have Heather on next week. Yeah, that'll be fun. Because you guys right. reviewed Invader Sim when I wasn't here. And that made me very upset. Maybe we'll we did that specifically because you. Were yeah, here. you, you, you <laughs> said that. You said that, and I was very Spongebob upset when I listened to that. What? Oh, nice. Yeah. That, Finish it up. What is that going on a year now? January. It took a, a minute. Yeah, it took a minute. All right, uh, graphic novels next week. We've got Deadpool: World's Greatest uh, Trade Paperback Volume Nine. Deadpool in Spa. I'm assuming that means space. Yeah. Oh, probably. Yeah. <laughs> it got cut off. You don't know it's yeah. Deadpool, right? Yeah, it could be just him in a spa. Didn't copy the um, one. I, hey, there's a story. Yeah. <laughs> right? Um, Green Lantern Straight Paperback Volume 3, Polarity. That's a Rebirth title. Harley Quinn Rebirth. Deluxe Collector's Hardcover Book 1 is out next week for you, Heather. Um, Harley Quinn Trade Paperback Volume 3, Red Meat. Uh, Lady Mechanica Trade Paperback Volume 4, La Dama de la Morta. Um, uh, Mr. Miracle number, is this supposed to be up in the actual comics? Oh, list? it should be. Mr. It's in the tra- trade paperback. Oh, right. That was the other one coming out next yes, week. Yes, Mr. Miracle. Yeah. Oh my God. It is a does. great that was, week. That was really great read. That's actually one, Dusty, you need to read. Mr. Uh, Miracle? Yeah. Okay. It's, it's intense. Comic to comic. Yeah. It's, yeah. I yes. thoroughly enjoyed it's, it. It's a, it's a, it's comic a to trip. comic. You mean like these yeah month to month do you know how hard I, so I'm, on, I'm doing metal like this and this is very hard for me <laughs> it is ve- the way to go man I, I'm telling you I'm, he's like 20 pages he's oh like oh my god I, I didn't even finish my coffee Ugh. Then we have uh, last thing on the graphic novel list: Superman Reborn hardcovers finally out next week. I'm basically dropping a lot of cash uh, for you, huh? It was the crossover that w- that fixed the continuity error with pre-New Fifty Two Superman and New Fifty Two. Was that uh, Dan Jurgens and Greg Pak? That was Dan Jurgens and Patrick Gleason. Oh. and it was the the Super Team. Oh, okay, sweet. Oh, just as an aside too, regarding the books coming out next week, specifically the Action Comics, uh, is it 977, right? 987. 987. Um, man, only 13 issues to 1,000. Next October. <laughs> 13. No, no. That's like going to be in like It's double March. Shit. Oh, March. Oh. March Wait, or April, right? Yeah. Probably April, right, you know, right before Free Comic Day. Oh. What's going Man, on? Man, that's going to be uh, Action Comics number 1000. Oh, okay. It's going to come in the middle of all this Doomsday Clock oh, and metal geez. and all this stuff. That's going to be epic. It, um, it is a golden age of no, DC just right so, now. Uh, just so all the guys in the shop know, we're going to do the same thing with uh, Action 980, uh, 987 as we did with the button. We're ordering um, oh, lenticulars. almost all lenticulars. Yes. If you have... If you have uh, Action 987 pulled, you're going to get the lenticular. Um, you will. You may have the option to swap it out for the 2D if if we have enough. We kind of reversed our our orders. Excellent. Uh, because the the lenticulars are so cool. And so that's the one you'll get. As always, this isn't the complete list. If they want that, they can go to HorizonComics.com, click on the new releases tab. It's updated every Monday, and they can see what's coming out there. Do we know what com or what graphic novel we're reviewing next week? 
papers are right there. It's Heather. Uh, it's a mir- black mirror. That's mine. No, oh. it's bombshells. It's a hush. Bombshells. Oh, one. bombshells. Oh, I'm God. really, I'm really out of it's it. Heather. <laughs> it's bombshells. Bombshells. Then, volume one. And then. Yeah, you. And then Batman Hush. Then Batman Black Mirror. Okay, there we it's go. It's gonna be a whole lot of the bat well, coming up. Yeah. Black Mirror's not Bruce. So. That's true. It's, but it's the, still the bat. It's the good bat. It's a yeah. That's a great Batman. Uh, we don't really have any news because there's not a whole heck of a lot in okay. terms I did of. I end up with a question from Christian. Okay, I, I have one from yeah. Blake too. Uh, a lot of movie news, um, which we're not a movie podcast podcast, as much as I, you know, we, we get, uh, movies inspired by the comics go and I don't know. I mean, if you're on Facebook, you'll see it. it So yeah, especially anything that's revolving around DC and Batman at the moment. So, um, you can go check that out on your own time. Um, so we're going to hop right down to questions. Roger. Okay. This one uh, comes in from Christian uh, DePause, and he asked, uh, has anyone ever uh, asked you guys on the podcast what your favorite comic book reference has been in a song? Wait, um, a comic book reference in a oh, song. so it's in that song. Um, he says it's not his favorite, but he was surprised how Guns N' Roses used Captain America in Paradise City, and I, that kind of, I needed to go look at the lyrics because... I'm like, dude, I teach Paradise that City? song really? so much, and I don't hear words anymore. I just hear <laughs> the guitar riffs. Yeah. <laughs> I just hear, oh, God. <laughs> That's about it. Oh, I can't stand Guns N' Roses. Of course you can. <laughs> you uncultured swine. I like man. rock. <laughs> I, I like heavy rock. I like metal. I like death metal. I do not like Guns N' Roses. You don't like death metal, Johnny. Uh, um, I like death metal. <laughs> hey, my dude. I am a man of many tastes. And I'm the one stuck in the car with Yeah. I mean, one of my favorite ones to listen to is uh, Kryptonite by Three Doors Down. But I think one of the best written ones is the uh, another Superman song by, was it Five for, for Fighting? Waiting for Superman? Yeah. Which is... Of course you would know. <laughs> that's... I, it's I, actually a really good song. It's a yeah. really good song. I don't like that you band, but that's really the, good. Yeah. You listen to the lyrics and it's like, huh. You know? Another one pretty good. by... Oh, what's the... It's uh, la, 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 Our Lady Peace. They have a song called Made of Steel. I, I looked a few up. Uh, Sergeant Fury, the sensational Alex Harvey band. Okay. Okay. Uh, Spider-Man theme. The Ramones covered it. Hell yeah, <laughs> dude. There was an Aerosmith covered the Spider-Man theme. And it was really good. <laughs> uh, Superman song. Crash test dummies. Right. Oh yeah. Did, did Aerosmith do the nineties? What about uh, Queen theme? Flash? Ah. Uh, oh my gosh, that's right. Hello? Flash, Gordon. Flash Gordon. Still comic. That's yeah, cool. Flash Gordon. That's yeah. like still comic reference. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's really good. Didn't Slayer do a grizzly sar- shark? Uh, <laughs> well, or, uh, I love Slayer. <laughs> oh my god! Prince uh, Bat Dance. Oh, on the, oh, he did a whole on the whole he did a whole, he did a whole album, album for the first Batman movie. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. There's there's a lot. There's actually a lot. There's a lot in rap and hip hop as well. Yeah. Well, unsurprisingly to me, there's there's a real. Uh, strong connection between the uh, people who are into music and people who are into comics. Like nerd culture. Yeah, yeah I mean, I uh, 
I mean, it's really strong. Yep. There's a uh, lot of the, uh, rappers who take video game beats and do like yeah. custom remixes about the actual game they remix. It, it's <laughs> weird because most of the references that I've uh, listened to are in hip hop songs, like you know Ghostface Killer or Method Man or uh, Eminem. Those are the only references that I know from like superheroes. Hmm. So cool. Any Christian? Thanks for your question. Wu Tang really for cool. life. <laughs> so Johnny's trying to get street cred uh, and it's just not working. Hey man, I'm. He's, he's just not on the Destiny train. You know? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> screw Destiny. Um, so I got a couple from Blake as always. Uh, how do you think Ryan Otley's art in Grizzly Shark differs from his work in Invincible? Um, I think it's a little bit more cartoony. I didn't want to bring this. Loose. I didn't yeah. want to. Yeah, yeah, I didn't want to bring it's it up. Loose. I don't like his art in the Grizzly Shark. Sacrilege. Yeah, of course not. It's, it's you, you, because you guys are right. It's more loose. I like the 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 tighter pencils. The uh, the but really again, go clean. Go back to he did this as a twenty four hour challenge. So right, maybe he should have taken more time on. Plus, it. he did this between a story arc. He did this between a story arc and Invincible, dude. Yeah, that's that's, that's yeah. just an excuse to make me not liking it. Wow, yeah. I should I really should pin you down and slap you for that. <laughs> I, I loved his caricatures of all of them. The, yeah. It was you amazing. Know, the art was amazing. Yeah, absolutely I, amazing. I absolutely agree. It, so. it was a little more loose, and and I think it you know sometimes you feel more of it because he's just flowing with it instead of being so tight. Yeah, I think it fits the tone of the story. It's like absolutely. it's like Zombie Tramp. You know, <laughs> you don't. Yeah. seriously, you're you're not gonna you're not gonna want Jim Lee drawing Zombie Tramp. You know, you're going to want Dan Mendoza. You'd be a whole different (laughs) book at that point. (laughs) So, yeah, I dig it. Um, What graphic novel would you like to review that you guys have not done on the podcast yet and why? Oh, he's probably fishing for recommendations. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm pretty sure he was like, I'll get back to you. What was the book that you just gave me yesterday? What? The one that I bought from you yesterday, the uh, I sell you so many books I now. Know, I don't. I know. Which one? The, the it's not a one shot, but you told me it was a one shot because the writer ended it. It was like oh, crossed. Oh crossed. God, uh, no, no. You want to do that no, on the podcast? No, no. Did no. you read it? No. That's no. Why. <laughs> <laughs> you gave me this crap to read. <laughs> the only, the only, like the only well, saving grace is I had graphic to read novel, graphic novel, graphic novel. But that's homework. Like, yes. Graphic but that's novels. homework. Yes, I know it was homework for me. Yeah, yeah. Me. For for your own good, don't do you not pick up cross. Next, week. next, I got, next I, week's gonna be. A you know great what? I got I got done with the, with the three uh, weeklies, and then I was like, I feel dirty, so I drew a bath and I sat down to read Grizzly Shark. It was awesome. <laughs> I, I would like Have, to do uh, Morning Glories. The opening, Ooh. the opening arc for Morning Glories, yeah. the opening arc for Manifest Kelly Destiny, really, shit. really good stuff uh, for Manifest Destiny. Uh, 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 have we done um, Why the Last Man? We should Ooh. do. We haven't done uh, Why the Last Man. That's I'd like amazing. to read that. I just started that. Yeah. So why good. Last man uh, have really we ever? Good. Did we ever review Chew? Oh, we read a one? couple of did issues. We do volume oh one? yeah, we did do volume did we one. one. Yeah, okay, we did. Yeah, just making sure. That's right. That's right for Thanksgiving. There's a lot of image titles. Mouse. Ooh, that would yeah. You talk about Walking Dead making you feel down, and it's the same. Yeah, but right. this like, is yeah. Mouse right. is gonna be. Look, don't get me wrong. Very good. Yeah. Very powerful for especially for the yeah. fact that it's mice and pigs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But cats. oh my god. Yeah. No pigs. But the Nazis are cats. They're pigs, dude. They're cats. Pretty sure they're pigs. 
I am 100% sure that they are cats. I've read that. Okay. I've times. read it a couple times too. The Americans are dogs. Yeah. And the Frenchmen are pigs, I think. But there are pigs, right. but the Nazis mm, are cats. Let's go. I don't know. The Nazis are cats. Finish the question. Someone else are pigs. Anyway, no, uh, anybody, you guys should read Mouse. It is a uh, true story about uh, Art Spiegelman's dad, uh, who is a who was a Jew in uh, during the Holocaust, and it retells. Well, yes, he's dead. <laughs> so was is the proper term, Matt. Thank you very much. Um, and it's about his struggles, and he he draws uh, he writes and draws the whole book, and he draws the the Jews uh, like um, mice and the uh, the Nazis cats. as cats. Which yeah, I mean, yeah interestingly which, enough, I actually have on my refrigerator. I wrote it down. It's written in German. I can't. I don't read German, but it actually this was written on on uh, one of the walls where the where the um, prisoners were kept. And one of them had wrote on the walls, "If God is real, He needs to beg for my forgiveness." No. Well, that's a, that's a bummer. That's anyway, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, uh, anybody like? Have we done monstrous? Monstrous. I think we, we did have. an issue, but not the. What about uh, Runaways? Runaways. Runaways. By Brian not, K. Bond. Uh, not Runaways. Uh, Paper Girls. Uh, we done. We did, we did, that was the first episode. That was okay. our, yeah, our very first episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um. No, Runaways by Brian K. Vaughn. I definitely want on the list. Why the Last uh, Man? Why the Last Man? Definitely. Uh, Unstoppable Wasp. Tate issues. <laughs> uh, yeah, March. And, and I would hey, I'll throw this out to to listeners everywhere. If there are books that you want us to review, I mean we we been doing this thing where we have uh the guests pick the graphic novel but then you know there are always you know some guys who you know just let us pick and, and so if you guys have stuff that you want to hear us talk about send it in contact at allstarcomicspodcast.com i'll read it american vampire well that's oh, a good one that's a really good one we yeah. haven't done that which would be freaking great Where um is He's only got uh, volume seven and eight right now. Okay. But it's really good. It's by Scott Snyder, Ralph Al- Raphael Albuquerque. Yeah, so good. Um, I would do. More yeah. Lemire, Essex County, Essex or County's Roughneck. Yep. One uh, of those. Essex County's is his new one. I mean, that, no, that's his first one. Yeah. Right? So. That's, a, that's a ginormous it is. book. That's it a ginormous is. book. So. Have we done a Walking Dead graphic novel? Yes, we have. I would do Secret Invasion from Marvel. The Walking Dead. I mean, it's I don't think we've done that. Yeah. Secret Invasion. Secret Invasion. Yeah, we did. We've, we've done did Secret we? Invasion because you made the point that you like it all the way up the to last the last issue. Right. Okay. We haven't done Siege. Oh, you want to get me on a rant? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love Siege up until up until the very last issue that's again. another one again no because I'm, it's gonna it's gonna I'll, I'll give you guys a bonus rant because <laughs> i this makes absolutely no sense to me and who who, who wrote siege john bendis. Po- po- bendis. it was bendis okay so at the same time bendis is also writing a series called secret warriors which was a really good series all right in in this this whole backstory you have aries who is on um, he starts off on the side of the heroes, but then he goes. He decides to back Norman Osborn 
because he thinks he's doing the right thing. Norman Osborn and Sentry and all this stuff. And um, but on the Secret Warriors, on Nick Fury's Secret Warriors, uh, Ares' son. Okay, because at, at this time, Ares is uh, Phobos, is the god of fear, is a kid. Okay, and Ares is trying to teach him about the world of man. Okay, and right and wrong and all this stuff. Um, so he's living in New York as a construction worker, and Phobos is a little kid. Unbeknownst to him, Nick Fury recruits Phobos to be on his Secret Warriors team. Okay, now at the end of all this, at the end of see Norman Osborn attacks Asgard with the Sentry, who is like Superman. Times a hundred, power of a thousand exploding suns or million exploding suns or whatever. Bendis, you know, decided. But he's nuts. He's super nuts. In in the story of Siege, at the end, uh, Sentry rips Ares in half. Just like Ares is like he finally Ares finally comes around. And he's like, uh, no, this isn't cool. This has to end because Norman is going to destroy Asgard. Sentry's like, you know, Norman's like, sick him, and Sentry takes Ares and rips him in half. Well, at this time, Nick Fury decides that okay, well, our team has to go in to help. You got the Avengers and defenders and whoever everybody in the marvel universe is going to fight sentry and norman osborne nick fury turns around to phobos the god of fear and says i'm sorry you're too young you need to stay here he basically sends him to his room okay (laughs) i remember this rant and the way i'm sorry this is a really long rant but it really 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 needs the setup so at the end of Siege, you have Thor hit Sentry really hard <laughs> with his hammer <laughs> and kill Sentry. I'm like, no, no, no. Sentry is too, he's like overclocked as a hero. His one weakness is his brain. He's, he's messed up in the head. And if you want to get, if you're going to take Sentry down, Use the only bumps. one to do it would be the God of Fear to turn his own fears against him. And I'm like, what the hell was Bendis thinking? That was like the most absurd thing. You probably would not get it if you just read Siege. Because, it, But even then, you'd be like, well, he ripped Ares in half. Why is Thor, who is also a god, going to be able to kill him with, a, you know, hitting him with his hammer? I don't, I, you know, sorry. Yeah, we should review that. Yeah. <laughs> I think fun. we just did. I, oh, my I got, God. I got, a, I got a couple of them. <laughs> but it was great up until that point. Dark Reign was so good. Uh, Dark Avengers would be fun. Uh, yes. Dark Avengers would be fun because right. that was kind of demented. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I got a couple. Uh, okay. Preacher by Garth Ennis and Steve Dillon. Uh, uh, great. Okay. Okay. Uh, Strangers in Paradise, Terry Moore. Yes. Uh, the Sandman by Neil Gaiman. We did volume two. Did we? We did volume we did two. Volume oh. two with Larry. Um, we should do volume four. one or we should do four. We should do something. Season of Mists. Anyway. We uh, did. Yeah, and I think with those you can do any volume. Yeah, yeah. like they're okay. And uh, finally, mind management by Matt Kent. Oh, mind management we haven't done. Mind management, yeah. Hardcover for That's twenty really bucks. Good. Um, that'd be cool. 
last one, last one, last one. Uh, Blake wants to know what's more terrifying, a grizzly shark or a sea bear? And I'm gonna go with grizzly shark because grizzly shark. yeah, yeah. I mean, technically, a polar bear is a sea bear, and they're in Antarctica, right? And they can stay over there. Also, if you just make a perfect circle, the sea bear can't penetrate it. What? Yeah, but if you just look at Ryan Otley's sea bear in yeah. here, he's like. He's like, huh? <laughs> He's just, you want to, like, pet him. Hey, sea bear. You know? huh? yeah. the, the, the grizzly shark? Yeah, no. It's like, Jaws was bad enough about making me not want to go to the beach. Grizzly shark. now you don't want to go to the woods. Yeah, now I don't want to go camping. Yeah. It's like, Yosemite? No thanks. Yeah, nope. Don't need it. So, anyway, guys, this has been an extra long ranty episode, so thanks for sticking it out. Uh, if you guys... Um, like what you're hearing, please rate, review, subscribe, like, and share, and all that jazz. Um, right. Yep. We I don't have any new reviews no. yet, so somebody's got to step up on that. Yeah. Um, if you want to keep up with everything at the shop, like Horizon Comics on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Horizon Comics. Uh, if you want to keep up with Johnny and everything that's going on with him, you can follow me everywhere at the Johnny Two X Four Snapchat, Instagram, and Twitter. Dusty. You don't need to follow me at all. <laughs> I had a feeling. Like, no, <laughs> stalkers, I, no stalkers. No stalkers. No. Every you time don't I don't, I get crap. Every time I do, nobody Well, wants I will to. say um. this, okay? This is something I told Roger. Um, I've, this, this is a whole new hobby for me. If there's anybody out there listening that thinks comic books are lame, you need to just start reading them because they're not. There are so many kick-ass stories out there that will take you places that you never thought you could go. There's something for everybody. I have actually, I mean, I, in Chew, I cried. I, there was a time, because you get so attached to the characters, and you... you was it Amelia? Dude, no spoilers. Just asking. Come on. My favorite part was when Popeye's laying on the ground. And the collector <laughs> took a... I was like, are you kidding me? This is funny. <laughs> that, I, would re- I would recommend Chew over and over and over again. That that was... It's an amazing story. And last... There, there one little news item, just a side note. Uh, Batman Day's coming up September 23rd, Saturday. Uh, we're going to have some stuff going on at the shop. Harley Quinn Mass and stuff like that. It's being co-opted by Harley Quinn. Right. So, Heather, we'll see you. I am uh, at St. Jonathan on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you guys for listening. Have a good week.